previously on Anything Goes. And they're popular. I just personally don't think they're funny. As opposed to, like, fuck those guys. Right, right. I mean, what is I that? I think that comes with age, too, this is, though. Well, this is show business. We're not in politics. Yeah. These aren't leaders. If you don't like them, that's fine. There's no reason to shit on them necessarily if they're not doing anything to you. Or, you know, who cares if people like them? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to make any life or death uh, decisions that are really going to affect you. But, but some whether... of, right. But some of these guys are great comics. Uh, and, and I think a lot of times, like I've been in comedy death ray where you get an old timey guy, someone in my generation who they don't know, who they would have dismissed as a hack, come up and kill with fairly pedestrian jokes. So what that tells me is that they don't really know the difference mm -hmm. until somebody tells them. So I, I think there are lines drawn that are elitist based on, you know, uh, 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 contempt prior to investigation. Right. I always think that there's something, you know. As, as hacky as a bit or a premise might be, there's there's someone out there that hasn't heard the shopping cart with a wobbly wheel uh, ob observation before. Yeah, well, you that's know. You know, a little sad. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's sad as it is, but, you know. You're not doing that one, are you? Yeah, no, no, no. Right. That's my closer. That's his closer. Yeah, she brings out a cart. There's a song and a puppet. I asked the management, hey, just press play on the CD player. I got, I'm doing my shopping cart bit. And now, let's get to a new exciting show. Don't touch that dial. It was molested and it brings back horrible memories. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. And Kathleen McGee. And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. Can you dig it? Yeah, I need a hair of makeup department. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I, I recently uh, fell into a wormhole of Family Feud with Steve Harvey, okay. watching like the dumbest answers of all time. Yeah. You know, I guess it's a, it's a. I would watch it with my kids. It's a funny. He overacts a lot, Steve Harvey, with the answers. But you know, there are some funny answers for sure. It's not very sexual too. Like there's lots yeah. of very like innuendo. Oh, which yeah. is a, I think it's better than in the in the 80s and 70s when it was rapey <laughs> when the hosts would kiss everyone. Yeah. yeah. Oh come on! You don't you don't you don't you never liked the Richard Dawson years where he would uncomfortably kiss every uh, female that was on the show. Oh my God! That's just like not. <laughs> it's so funny that it's that's like. Kind of creepy now, but before it was just like, no, 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 that's just what a gentleman does. <laughs> but you know what I noticed because I watched a few of them, and obviously I've worked with him. If you close your eyes when Steve Harvey talks, he sounds very much like Jerry D, who of course fronts the Canadian version. Right. Like their voices, they have some of the same inflection, and especially when he yells like, "Man, you answer on the board," it sounds like Jerry D. It's the weirdest thing. I wonder if Jerry D watched like a bunch of episodes and kind of is like, because that's not like Jerry D doesn't like if you watch a stand up, you're like, not like, oh, that's Steve Harvey talking, but like maybe the way he does it. Maybe. Well, well, Jerry D has, yeah, well, Jerry D's recently got into the whole difference between white people and black people stuff. So <laughs> I think that's a little bit tough. But I, I always liked, I mean, 
I maybe I didn't think it was creepy at the time, but I was like a kid. But do you remember when Bob Barker would get women to put their hands down his pants to get the uh, file? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like in his pockets? Yes. Yes. That is down your pants. But I mean, well, but yeah, if you won the exact amount of money and he would be like, I got an extra $100 right here in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be the yes. coat pocket, it would be the pants pocket. And you could always see his disappointment when a guy would win because he would just be like, ah, here's your hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't little Miss Tits over there win the hundred bucks and she could show Little Miss Tits. Little nice Miss Tits. I wonder if we're ever going to go back to a time where it's like fun to joke about sex. But I mean, I, like, I don't know if that's, I don't know, it's such a weird, because like the stuff that people, would you stop trying to help my arm? Sorry. See, even he's being overly. Yeah, he doesn't want you to make fun of sex either. He wants sex. <laughs> I just like you. It's you can't really joke about. Well, you can't really joke about anything very much anymore without at least somebody getting offended. Well, yeah, of course. There's all. It's, to me, that's always happened. It's just you have yeah. an ability now to voice it much more. I mean, we've all toured through the shitty towns and done jokes that. We know work in the big towns, the little towns, they don't work so well. And people got upset and blah, blah, blah. And, you you know, we're small town people and hold that horseshit argument. Although we all grew up in, well, not you, Dave, but I did. Grew up in a small town. So don't give me that argument. But it's always been there. It's just now people can voice it way more. Yeah, like I got, like I got stuck in a TikTok rabbit hole this weekend. I just went on it and I couldn't get off of it. Yeah. I don't know, and I just kept on watching it, and I think we talked about this last week, but I'm just like, it is such a weird app, because people think they're truly celebrities. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was watching people do lives, and I guess you can only go live if you have over a thousand followers or something, so there's these people who have, like, they're doing lives, and there's, like, maybe 40 people at the most watching this live at one time, but they're behaving like they're actual celebrities, and it's very odd like i think celebrity culture is is almost gone like i just it's just it's just such a weird thing watching people on tiktok and then talking about how they deal with narcissists i'm like you're a narcissist you're spending your entire day making little videos and dancing to get a little bit of attention Mm -hmm. and it's kind of crazy like i mean i'm not a psychologist and i don't I don't own any degrees, but like, I mean, this is just a crazy uh, study of the human psyche and the, the narcissist side of our society. Like, it's crazy to just watch it. You just, I found myself watching things and being like laughing and also feeling really bad for that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, but I mean, yeah, it's sort of like, uh, it's, I mean, also if people are, I mean, people are promoting themselves as personalities. I get that, but also there's no financial gain. No. But also at the same time, it's sort of like, I don't necessarily think that anyone should go into being an artist, quote unquote, hoping for financial gain. It should just be, like, because I don't think anyone should start doing stand-up so they could sort of be a, be famous and, be, and make lots of money. I think oh, that could yeah. be something that could happen eventually down the road. But, but that's why people are getting into this now because they want to make, they think they're going to be rich and famous and they're not. Right. I, I don't think that's very healthy because, you know, I mean, especially if you're someone that's sort of like, I mean, Kathleen, you're a comic, so you'll always be able to tell jokes. But these people that are, are literally just riding off 
you know, posting sexy pics and stuff like that. It's sort of like that word that must be a thought in the back of their head that at some point someone is going to be younger than me, sexier than me, going to be able to post more than me. And eventually I'll be shut out. And what will I have to show for it? But just this desperation for acknowledgement, you know? There is going to be like a huge issue in a few years down the line when all these people, because it is this thing, you get this acknowledgement, you get people liking you, you get people saying, oh, that was funny. So it's like this huge like validation machine. But as soon as like those people go away, what are these poor people that have like a hundred thousand followers in a year when this isn't going to be as big of a deal, it's going to be hard on them mentally. Well, I mean, look at, you can, you can compare it very much to child actors who become famous and then have a real hard time with uh, adolescence and then adulthood. And you can also compare it to what Dane Cook went through because Dane Cook harnessed the energy of MySpace, you know, of course on the back of jokes, but then he came out the other end of it, nowhere near as big of a comic as he probably thought he would be or thought he'd have a longevity with it. And he has to kind of come to terms with it. Although he's an adult, he's, he wasn't like an 18 year old boy when he went through it or a girl. So there is that sense. It's it's going to not be, it's not going to be easy at all. There's going to be a lot of Todd Bridges and a lot of, you know, Dano Plato's. There's going to be. I guarantee that people are going to be like quitting their jobs. Like, oh, I'm TikTok famous now. Right. I get, uh, I get, I have a beer sponsor. So now I don't have to have a job, but it's kind of like, it's just, I just got too stuck in it this weekend. I couldn't get off of TikTok. I was just like watching it. I made a couple videos myself and I never get anything on it. But I, I just was just like, some of the stuff was just so painful to watch. And, and try try to look at it from a parent's point of view. Yes. Like my kids do not go on any of that stuff for the most part. They don't have Facebook accounts or a little bit of Instagram. That's it. Yeah. But you try to get them to go work. You know, you try to go get them to do something that's going to be a job that re- requires a certain amount of talent or whatever. And this whole generation will be, well, I could just be internet famous, can't I? Yeah. That's an actual job that they think they might be able to get. And of course, just like in comedy, we all thought we may make it, we may not, and only a small percent do. It's way smaller on the internet than it is in even comedy. Yeah, but you don't go and do two open mics and then quit your nine to five job. Right, like you right. You stay at it for years and years and years until yes. you start money. But here there's people on TikTok, they're like, oh, I'm quitting my job because I'm just going to make videos full time. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> And and maybe I'm an old guy front lawn, but any of these videos I see, I don't even think they're that funny or that great. They're short, of course, so you can quickly watch a bunch. I understand that. But I don't even like, I think we talked about this before, but that video of the woman who redoes Trump's voice, she just mouths the voice. I watched one because now she's got her Netflix special and all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, use the game. I'm happy yeah. for you, but when I watch her videos, I didn't even think they were that great. No, she's but, just lip syncing. So, yeah. Of, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't. A, I, I mean, I, I guess you know, good for her that she's made it into something. But Absolutely. I don't know that. I mean, but she's not going to be able to perform live, or is she, or is she just going to go on she's stage? Got followers and Donald Trump. I know, but what do followers mean? Well, like we've talked about in the past, I know one in one in ten shows up, she'll fill a comedy club and. And, you know, maybe she'll be able to roll this into something else. But I'm just saying, like, I watch that and I'm like, I'm a 50-year-old dude. I have no fucking idea why this is big. You know, 20 years ago, if you would have told me there was a food network, I'd have been like, get the fuck out of here. You know, 
20 years ago, if you would have told me lip syncing will get you to be rich instead of spending 30 years plugging away at a show, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. But there's okay. millions of people on that app that literally think that they're a star. And right. that's the, the yes. thing. And also, it's kind of like, I am getting a little pissed off and annoyed because I worked fucking hard to be a performer and, and make that my life. And I sacrificed a ton of shit. So someone comes along and gets a bunch of TikTok viewers and then they are automatically, I'm on the same level as you. I'm like, no, you're not. Like you, you, you perform 30 second skits on TikTok. Like you need to slow it down. Like it's, but I mean, that's no different. That's no different of when you're a headliner and a kid pops in the car because yeah. you're driving for two hours and they tell you about the business. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's a common theme. It's cyclical. It's going to happen over and over again. But you know, I like to think I didn't do that that much. We all do it a little bit, but I like to think I didn't do it that much. But there's been a lot of young comics who get in my car and tell me about the business. I even like giving okay. advice and like and and talking about it now. Like I don't, but right. yeah, I heard like comics like two, three, four years in just explaining how it all works. And I'm like, yeah. you even you've never even been on the road. Like you've never. Yeah leave it on the road but i, I think but i i think that woman who that did the lip singing for trump first of all i mean i she, she was a performer before 100 percent, right okay. yes. uh, yeah right but I, I also don't think the idea of being on the road and necessarily paying your dues means all that much anymore no it, no it, 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 no i mean we, we would all like it to people that did that and and give them any kind of like oh that's really cool that you did that it just doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, but I, I also don't think that that old, necessarily old school, and I'm, when I say old school, I mean even like 10 or 15 years ago uh, level of like, uh, there, there isn't that hierarchy anymore or there's not that respect for the traditional ways of climbing the comedy ladder of like right. starting out at open mics, getting off of going open mics, uh, amateur nights at a comedy.